Hi, I think we are now live. Hi. So I'm having a in conversation with Chelsea Rustrum. I'm really glad you've been able to join us. Yeah, Tell me us too. a bit about you know why you've come over to the UK from the US okay. and hopefully have a bit of a chat about why you've come on this journey and why technology and where it all started for you. So tell us a little bit about why you're in the UK first. Okay, um, I'm in the UK because I'm doing a documentary. I'm helping with a documentary called um, One Couch at a Time. Mm -hmm. It's a documentary about couch surfing, following three different people on their missions in life. So sort of a serendipitous story. I'll skip that of how I ended up involved with this. But <laughs> I couch surfed a lot last summer and met a lot of amazing people. So tell us, so. couch surfing, tell us a bit about that. Okay, couch surfing is an online, offline community of international travelers mm -hmm. that are able to stay with each other and stay on each other's couches and, you know, you eat meals together, you kind of hang out with like locals, friends and mm -hmm. things and it's sort of like a pay it forward mentality. Um, it's free to belong to couch surfing. I think you can pay like $25 a year to have um, to be vouched for and have like a stronger membership in the community but really it's just about meeting people and connecting on a like higher sort level. So. house sharing on a sort of very short term basis. Yeah I would say it's, it's much about sharing resources as it is about sharing you know lifestyle and mm. who you are and what your culture is about so. So there's an involvement with the, the web and the internet Yeah, those things online. Exactly so. it's sort of like um, I hate to say this, but you could liken it to a Facebook for mm -hmm. um, travelers because there's profile and there's reviews and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So you can say, hey, yeah, I stayed with Chelsea and, you know, she's a nice place and we did this and that together and this is what she's like, you know. And then people can sort of get to know you through mm -hmm. that and, and kind of see who you are. So. so a lot of that sort of online community sort of yeah. come about through the dawn of the Internet. So yeah, where did the, how did you first become aware of the internet and your first introduction to technology because I'm always curious uh, about people's technology stories. It was a long time ago actually. Uh -huh. um, my dad just got a computer one day and said, hey, this is the internet, it's the future and it was 96 or 97, I can't actually remember and he just... So visionary parents. Uh, yeah, well my dad especially and he sort of explained it and I, um, my brother and him had played games on computers previously and I was just always thinking, gosh, that's not my thing, you know? <laughs> and then the, the connectivity of the internet and of people um, just really sort of resonated with me, so I decided I wanted to be a part of it, like, right away. And I typed into AltaVista or whatever search engine it was at the time, I actually don't even remember, um, free stuff, because... I was a cheap kid and I grew up in... <laughs> we all want free things. We all want free things. <laughs> yeah, I was like a coupon clipper as a kid telling my mom it was cheaper by the ounce. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I typed in free stuff and there were only two websites maybe and I just thought, oh, I can do this better. And so that's where it all started. I created a fir my first website in 24 hours and I asked my brother for help in mm. getting it uploaded to the internet and he said, no, I'm not going to help you. So that digital entrepreneurialship that technology and the internet was a, a tool for you to do business with rather than something to make work. It it was a, a portal for you to be able to, to do what you wanted to do. Yeah, it was sort of a portal for me to connect to people. I mean, I would say that that's probably why I started it and why I continued it. Um, and hmm. So which business, what was that first business 
And um, is that still going now? Uh, yeah, so I grew up in an, well, to, to give you a little background, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Like, we had, like, a health food store and food manufacturing company, and I watched my mom have, like, three or four businesses as a, as a kid, so. Mm. Um, as far as the first thing that I created, it was called Freemania, and I still have it today. It's um, freemania.com. Um, I didn't actually start it to make money. It mm -hmm. just I just started it because I sort of wanted to be a part of the Internet, and... A lot of people ended up connecting to me and emailing me and, you know, giving me a lot of feedback. It was back in the day when the internet was sort of different in, in terms of, like, community. People actually emailed you to say, hey, I found this great thing, or, wow, your website's really good today, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was, but I was 14, 15 years mm -hmm. old, so it was really exciting for me to sort of connect in that way and, and um, build something for people that yeah. was useful. So. so did it feel like other people were doing things at the time? Did you feel like an early adopter at that stage? Or when did no, you kind of realise no, that I didn't. you'd been doing something that other people are only just starting to latch into? It was interesting. That's a good question. Um, as I was doing it, I just sort of felt like it was natural and it made sense. And it's been a, probably a decade of and maybe even longer of me realizing that I'm a little different, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I always realized that I was different, but I guess in sort of feeling empowered by that and feeling comfortable in that and understanding what the benefit of that actually is, um, so, yeah, yeah. No, I do, lots of people that sort of try and get to talk to on, on this show, it's, it's not about being a, a coder or a, a, a technologist, but actually living the technology of how it's directly impacts on your business so the sort of businesses do you see yourself as a an IT geek or do you see yourself as an entrepreneur who engages and empowers using technology I would say the latter yeah I'm, I'm more about technology and people and mm. the interconnectivity of that um, I understand the technical aspects of it and I can kind of work around that and you know, I've worked in startups and I've worked in you know more technology centric mm. um, environments um, but so, that's that's mm. not as much what I care about, I guess. Um, so. So what were your yeah, first what were your first platforms? When did you become aware of sort of those mainstream platforms that people are hearing of now, which are like Twitter and Facebook and MySpace and that sort of mainstream? When did I become aware of it? I mean, I was there before it even like existed. Mm. So, <laughs> um, actually, Twitter is something that I think is really interesting. Mm. Uh, I thought, when did it start? I don't even remember. The 96 at South By it was, no, 2006. I was going to say, I don't <laughs> remember. We've just been there in media by 10 years. <laughs> was that asleep? Yeah, the 90, <laughs> uh, 2006 at okay. South By. Okay, yeah. So, when it first came out, I didn't get it. And like most people, I started to tweet and felt a little self-conscious and was like, what is this? And read a few Jennifer Laycock articles on searchengineguide.com and just tried to understand what it was, and uh, I didn't get it. So I just quit, you know, and in the last, I'd say, year, maybe? Year or less? I've really sort of delved into it because I see it as, I see it as a center for innovators and people mm. that are thinking really big thoughts and kind of listening and fine-tuning it, and it's, mm. it's just really cool. Twitter is very interesting to me. There's definitely a sense of... Uh internal dialogue when it comes to communicating on the web and some people have a very active internal dialogue when they so their blogging and their status updates kind of reflect what's buzzing around in their heads right yeah. and I think people have that to a larger a larger or smaller degree and I think 
tuning into that internal dialogue is so is good. What so makes important. your digital amplification work. Absolutely. And I also think that I've noticed that women don't talk enough. You know, women are, are often the ones listening on Twitter mm -hmm. and through blogs. And I've been to a number of VC events and startup events, you know, in San Francisco, the Bay Area. And there's maybe 5 to 10% women there. And, and I started noticing that on Twitter, women don't really talk mm. as much. They're not as much a part of the conversation. And they're afraid of, like, who to talk to and who to mention. And I just decided, I guess about three or four months ago, I'm just I'm going to talk to everybody and I'm going to start talking. So... So do you think the women are all there, they're just not talking loud enough? Yeah, I think, I think they're listening. Mm. <laughs> I think they're absorbing, which I think is great, but I think that talking is just as important. I think we, we all need to join the conversation. Yeah, joining the conversation, especially when it's not in terms of men and women, it's about, it's just about knowledge and yeah. you know, what you're talking about and being, being heard. Right. Yeah. And it's sort of a record, too, of like mm. what you've been thinking about, too. So, I mean, I think it creates like this digital footprint of who you are, mm. you know, kind of holistically, which is one of the reasons that I like Twitter. No, interesting about sort of women being there and listening, and then as a result, they kind of become silent witnesses yeah. to technology, don't I they? Don't, I don't think that's going to last. I, mm. think it's, I think it's in the process of changing, but yeah, it's interesting right now. Yeah. So, mm. what is it that your project is My here? Project. So your project, or your many projects, so I think you've got sort of ten... No, 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 I don't. Which focus, I swear. All of those, <laughs> but the few, just just trying to, to okay, so focus down on what you're doing. So you're here to. I mean, I'm, I'm Startup Europe project. Um, it's called Startup Abroad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm working with Josh Schwartzman on that, and so our our idea is to get four or five startups together in a house in Berlin in September. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna go meet up with a bunch of co-working spaces there mm. and sort of introduce the project and meet with local entrepreneurs and set, vet, vet out some spaces for it. Because there's, so. there's a grassroots um, startup interest that you have, isn't it? That you want to help people right taking that first step onto a startup. Yeah, so that's a different thing that mm. I'm actually working on. All right, so the Startup Europe and then there's the other crowdsourcing project. Right, exactly. So there's the documentary that you're sort of going to do a bit of. There's yeah. The yeah. entrepreneurship. So it all you obviously love what you're doing. So yeah. So what happens next? When do you go back to the US? Or I go back to the US at the end of June. Mm -hmm. And I recently moved to San Francisco, which mm -hmm. has been awesome. Yeah. Into the hub of things. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so much going on there. The people that you meet on a regular basis is just so inspiring. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so the other project I'm working on right now is called Startup Beer, like marketeer, mm -hmm. um, com. It's something that we started at Startup Weekend, and it's a platform for early stage entrepreneurs to request resources and funding from each other and each other's family and friends and extended networks. So it's sort of like a platform for you to display your projects mm. as well as, um, like, Request funding or request help or request answers mm. to a specific question, but it's I really want it to, to, to work on that human element of sounds like there's a collaboration element in there, isn't there? Somewhat, I yeah. I mean, yeah, so Kickstarter doesn't really, I don't feel like, capture the so backstory. Um, the girl that's doing the couch surfing documentary, Alex, she had 165 backers for her documentary on Kickstarter. 
and over 200 people email her wanting to help. So mm. I think just as much as people want to provide, you know, resources and funding, they also want to say, hey, I can help you in this way or that way. And I don't feel like they really capture that. And I feel like they're not they're not geared towards entrepreneurs either. Mm. They actually rejected our tech project. So that's kind of how this all came about. <laughs> Josh and I were sitting around one day and I was like, man, I really wish Kickstarter wouldn't have rejected Startup Abroad. They didn't reject Startup Bus, but they rejected us. And I said, well, what about early stage entrepreneurs that have projects like us? Like, where do they go? What do they do? I mean, there's profounder.com, but that's for, you know, term sheets and getting more serious investments. What do you do when you want to take that next step? Mm. You know, um, you know, in a social sort of online, offline way. So it's it's sort of a big undertaking, and I, I just want to help, you know? <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I can see it, and so mm. I want to see it built. So we're, we're in the process of developing a team for that and getting that well, all just, out. just sounds, so, lots of projects going on, really yeah. exciting stuff. Yeah. So if people want to find out about your projects, um, what is your Twitter name? What's your website address? Okay, um, my Twitter name is Marketing Chelsea. That's M K T G Chelsea. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a uh, long and. <laughs> I love to change it because I don't see myself necessarily as a marketer yeah. anymore. I think you can change your Twitter name pretty easily. Um, and my website, where you can find sort of a portal for all of my projects, mm -hmm. is restrum.com. That's R U S T R U M. Isn't there? Well, thank you so much. Yeah, Chelsea, thank you. For it's, been fun. it's been great. Yeah. Thank you.